Today we hear this amazing passage of the Gospel. Notice for in the first place the, the contrast we have here. Christ announcing that he will, he will be facing the passion. And he, he came to this world to give himself up for us, to, to die for us, so as to give us redemption. And on the other hand, we see this vignette of the disciples, uh, the sons of Zebedee and, and their mother, who come to Jesus asking kind of for the first places. So, you know, this is, these are the two opposite directions uh, right here. Christ seeking to give himself up for us and, in a sense, us, represented by these two disciples, seeking our best interest in what is, you know, the, 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 the path of honor and, and of praise and of the first places. And so the, the overlapping of these two scenes is kind of intentional here by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You know? We see the, the, the pattern of Jesus in the first one and then our, the pattern of our own sinfulness that always you know, seeks the, um, the gratification of our ego and, and whatever is, you know, uh, makes us look good. So that, that's the first thing, to meditate on that contrast and how you see the greatness of Christ, the holiness of Jesus, and how we see our own sin and reflected in this attitude of the disciples. But notice the pedagogy of God, how he deals with the situation. He doesn't say, oh, you terrible sinners, you, you, know, you should burn in hell or something like that. He does something quite amazing. Um, he takes this desire of the sons of Zebedee, and he does a sort of Aikido kind of move, you know, the, this discipline, martial art discipline, in which you use the momentum of the adversary to, against themselves, right? So he sees James and John coming with this impulse, and he grabs them and kind of twists their arms, and they kind of flip over, right? He, he uses their impulse to say, well, will you, are you willing to do this for me? And yes, we can. And, and off they go. And then, well, okay, you will do this, but, you know, it will be different than what you thought. So in a smart way, it's as if Jesus would redirect their ambition towards something greater than they know at the time. Um, kind of using the trust that they have in him, right? So I think this is what the Lord is inviting us to do in this gospel, to bring maybe those mixed ambitions to him. You know, at times we want to do great things, but there's a lot of pride and selfishness and, and a thirst for for popularity or, or you know, uh, kind of feeling something new mixed with all that desire to love others and to give of ourselves. Well, he takes that. He takes that imperfect self, that imperfect impulse. And he, he, he doesn't reject it um, outright, but he, he kind of takes it in and transform it, transforms that impulse. He, the Lord has this capacity through the power of his spirit to, to work with from within and and kind of heal and, and, and elevate all that we bring to him as our offering, as the offering of ourselves. So maybe take a look at your own life right now in the light of this gospel. How do you see you know, Jesus guiding your life? What are the things you're pursuing? What are the impulses that are in your heart at this time? What are the things that worry you? The, the things that make you anxious or the things you're looking forward to? The things you're fighting for? the things you would like to see happen. Bring them to the Lord. And also notice how he may try to redirect them. He won't tell you, oh, you know, that's completely wrong. But he may say, well, okay, what is, 
what is really valuable behind that desire you have. And, and, and maybe we can discover something that the Lord is trying to, to do to uh, purify our hearts and elevate them.